We're not, just, no, this is not. Discretion, we're dramatic. <laughs> Hey everyone, so we went fucking thrifting yesterday. We were in our fucking Honda Civic going about 35 miles an hour until we landed into fucking Salvation Army parking lot. So we walk our little skinny asses in. We stepped over some puke because like a two-year-old just like decided to like actually shit on the fucking floor. There was fucking puke on the fucking floor. There was literally like you step in and you have to just casually step around this just yellow puke just sitting on the carpet. It was kind of disgusting. So that was our first impression of thrifting. Wait, what else do you expect at the Salvation Army? Like, what else? I don't know. I don't know. Go on. But basically, we walk inside. Smells disgusting, nice and musty, nice tobacco, after smell, if that's even a thing. We're sifting. We're feeling up a bunch of pilly fucking sweatshirts. I was not vibing. I have to say right now, I was not fucking vibing. The at whole this. vibe was just not a vibe. It's just like, they. I was looking at some of the prices of some of this shit, and I, this is clothes that people are donating. It's not like Plato's Closet, where it's like decent quality things that are being sifted through and picked at. Like, picked at like they're from- not getting... like. Salvation Army isn't paying people for their clothes. Yeah, people are just donating their clothes and they're putting like a price tag on it, which like go off queen, get your bag, get your coin. Like actually make 100% of the profit. But but you can't charge like $9 for a pilly sweatshirt. That you got for free when someone passed away. That had like a cracked out Mickey Mouse face on it. Like you you can't charge. (laughs) Cracked out Mickey Mouse. You can't charge nine bucks for that. I'm sorry. It's literally like ripped well, up the seams. Well, apparently you can. So well, apparently you can at Salvation Army. Apparently they're just busting, even though they're like freaking racks are stuffed to the gills. And I, because I was disappointed, right? Because we go through the t-shirt aisle, like the oversized, you know, vintage 90s look. It's what everyone's going for. And, you know, I'm even kind of like, well, maybe I should, you know, check out the t-shirt, see if I can get a cool t-shirt, graphic, whatever. All the t-shirts are fucking gilded. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I Gildan noticed that. brand. Their what, shirts, what's the deal? They're shirts that people get like when they did like a 5K. It's like or, a free t-shirt like you got from some event. And they're like but dumped like, in. But the, they're like five to like 10 bucks at fucking Salvation Army. Yeah, that's kind of crazy to me. So like who is actually It's like what? Doing why this? am I like I get it. It's kind of a vibe. People will buy those shirts because they're I guess the 90s trend or whatever. But you didn't actually participate in that 5K. You didn't actually go to karate class yeah, you like, didn't do any of these things so why are you buying the shirt that says you did which like also on the flip coin of it if that's a fucking phrase um there's am, homeless people but it's like i don't know it's mainly for i guess those types of people who can't afford to go to fucking target and like buy the fucking store you know i i, so guess, we, I guess we have to put into perspective not everything is made for us well it's it's strange because it's like <laughs> Yeah, on the other hand, it's for people who I guess you can say can't Less afford. Fortunate. But then you have like teenage girls going and raiding it, like absolutely going taking ham. every single thing, like planning, like oh, is it Wednesday? Is when the new shipments come in? Like, I don't even know that stuff, but I know these. Like, I don't know. A lot of girls are doing that, and I don't know. They take all the good shit. And we were talking about this before. We were talking about how a lot of times, like. You can tell when a bitch just thrifted her entire outfit and her entire wardrobe is just goodwill. Like, you can tell, and it kind of needs can to tell. stop. Um, the whole point of thrifting is to not look like you thrifted your outfit. That's, yeah. in our opinion, I guess, that, and it also kind of goes along with just knowing how to dress. 
I was at Target the other day and I noticed somebody who, um, I think she was just like, you know, college student, whatever. Um, but you just kind of immediately catch a glimpse of the fit and I just knew she thrifted every single thing that was on her body. Oh yeah. It was just kind of like, I got all this shit on sale. Yeah. You be out here paying full price and I'm not. And it's just kind of like, it looks like you kind of crawled into a funeral home, yanked (laughs) off some clothes off of a dead man's body, threw them in your backpack and like fled the cops. I don't know. That was really bad, but you know what I'm trying to say? Like, it doesn't look like clothes that you're wearing from your era. It's like, giving, like, stolen old man clothing. Like, you literally, yeah. like, went into an old guy's fucking house, like, when he was sleeping, and then, like, literally raided his fucking closet. Yeah. And fucked his wife. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Anyways. Um, um, but another thing that I've noticed is this is just kind of a weird, specific type of person, but... They, it's valid. It's almost like their personality is, I'm crafty. I thrifted this. Look at me. Look <laughs> at my outfit. Look at my shoes. Check the she's fit. She's such a good thrifter. Yeah, she she's always, so frugal. She's always, <laughs> she always finds such great thrifts. <laughs> such good deals. Do you go on she Wednesday? Has, they like, always get new shipments on Wednesday. On Wednesday. You have to get there early. <laughs> Pick through the fucking pilly fucking underwear and get to that fucking gold fucking gem of a fucking t-shirt. Yeah. You need to get on your fucking knees sometimes. I feel like some people like genuinely like they will go thrifting for fucking hours. And I know some people. You would do that. No, I mean. You went through a phase where you would do that. If I went often. Yeah. And I bought my entire wardrobe. Sure. But I just know people who like rely on like thrifted clothing. Like someone else had had their Badusi in those pants <laughs> before they did, or they're not buying it. Cause they're a frugal fuck. Yeah. They're literally going around pantsing old ladies just to get their corduroy pants. <laughs> and some people it's kind of just like, I don't know their mindset on life and outlook. And this is a more frugal type of person who like literally like gets off on like getting a fucking deal. Yeah. Like they have to get your like, that deal at like it's, the thrift store it's or like, like extreme coupon ass extreme couponing like carrying fucking a bag of coupons to the fucking store like even if it's just a retail place like i don't know i just can't with that i'm sorry yeah, yeah. it's so poor Which, vibe. trust me sometimes i like getting a good deal like i'm not we above love a, good deal, a good fucking deal but, but when it's like your priority like every day line. like you kind of instead of like enjoying things you're kind of just out looking for the best deal every suck so- Every sucking time. <laughs> every suck. That every, needs to be our new safe word. Every sucking time you're trying to look for that best deal and it becomes your personality to like, you can't even enjoy like a $5 drink at the bar because you need to like save that. I don't know. You People know what I mean? People get so excited and you can just tell like, oh, I just got a deal. Like, look at this skirt or like, look at this. Like, I love it so much. Like, and it was so cheap and it like they put it on and it looks exactly like, you know. Their it, ass looks like a fucking... <laughs> droopy diaper because they got that skirt from Salvation Army it's not gonna give when you only pay four dollars for a bomber jacket it's just it can't give it can give there are always exceptions to the rules there are always going to be like 90% of the time 90% of the time when you see people raiding thrift stores they just don't know what the fuck they're doing. The clothes don't fit. They look smelly. They look old. They give off that damp 
vibe. The clothes are like dense and the clothes are like, <laughs> there's a film on top of the clothing that when you're touching in a thrift store, your hands, they become dirty. Like I truly believe <clears throat> that clothes can carry energy. I don't care how many times you fucking washed it. The people wearing those clothes, like, before, like, you don't know, like, what kind of people they were, how they treated their clothes. Like, I mean, you kind of do based on the way they look and smell, but you know what I'm trying to say? Clothes carry energy, and and it's it's like... Yeah, and it's funny because I feel like it's popular now to go thrifting and get really older kind of looks and, like, honestly, like, even grandpa-styled sweaters and, like, you know, really baggy jeans that, you know, someone, you know, who today was probably a boomer, you know, would wear and... It's funny because typically I feel like a lot of, you know, younger, like even Gen Z, like us, like are doing that, the thrifting. But, you know, obviously they are super, you know, left wing. And like, I don't know, I feel like Gen Z are like raiding fucking old people's clothes. And like they're wearing pretty much the silhouette of like an old homophobic racist, like Trumpy. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like trendy and cute to like wear this like really old grandpa sweater and like these huge baggies 90s jeans or whatever and it's just like you're kind of embodying like in a weird way (laughs) if that makes sense obviously it's whatever but I think it's like I think with Gen Z or I guess our generation we can speak for our generation I feel like we need to create and develop our own sense of style not be picking from the 80s the 90s the 2000s the early 2000s we're in the 20s now we gotta start getting creative yeah we're in 2022 we should be dressing we like don't we're have in 2022. a style I, I don't see our generation like you know in 20 years looking back and being like oh like those were the 20s like that that was the 2020 i mean there was the <laughs> people just be wearing masks. that was the 2020s i was like well there is the roaring 20s but <laughs> Which some people dead ass when I was in Target that one day, I was like, what in the roaring 20s am I fucking looking at right <laughs> there now? There are some people Go home who literally change. will dress from like a time period like every single fucking day. And, and then they're like, but you're you're actually in the fucking Target Magnolia section, like looking at like a cupcake holder. Literally, and they're like, girl. look at this cupcake holder. I'm what? from the roaring 20s. Fuck Who that. The fuck I'm is sorry. this person you're describing? I need to meet them. <laughs> I'm telling you, they literally looked like they were straight out of like Goodwill, number one. Number two, it just wasn't giving. It just it just needs to stop. I'm saying right here and now, if you like you don't need a ton of clothes. You just need a few really good things that you like wearing. Maybe add a pop of color here and there. Yes, I'm literally such a hypocrite. I am here. such a hypocrite. This is literally the like I'm wearing like the only blue colorful thing. Yeah, like, we actually don't own. own clothes. I, I don't, don't actually do <laughs> pairs of fucking pants. Wear underwear one around the house. <laughs> one of my two pairs of pants is literally a pair of oversized jeans that I thought was cute and bought for seven bucks, and then it stretched out when I put it in the wash, and like I wear it, and then it looks like actual fucking dirty fucking diaper with me walking around the house in it. You know what I'm also done with? Online shopping. Oh my god, that fucking like it's exciting to I'm so over it because we were forced to do it for so long with COVID. Yeah. And like I guess, you know, partly you could go out shopping with your mask, but you could never try anything on. So you were forced to pretty much, you know, either online shop or just fucking guess when you're in the store if this fits you or not. Or you go to your backyard, you take the nearest leap, tape it to your genitals, and you're out the door. Pretty fucking much. Wow, that joke flopped. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to help you out there, and I was like, actually, what the fuck did come out of your mouth? Let me okay, say that again. No, let's just scratch actually, that. Actually, like, what we're the so- fuck came out okay, of your mouth? hold on. You know what I'm done with? Online shopping. Love that queen. I'm fucking over it. 
No, but I'm serious. Like, it's exciting to know that a package is... It's exciting to know that a package is on its way. It's so fucking hot. You get that rush. You get that adrenaline. It's almost like the feeling of, like, doing a workout. But, like, then... But it's also because you don't even know if it's gonna fucking fucking fit around your clit. What I need fuck? to not fucking talk anymore. Oh my god. Wait, let me say that again. It's also because it's you don't know if it's gonna fit around your like badong and badazi. Let's do that again. Ew. Let's do that again. You also don't know if it's gonna fit you or not, so you're just kind of like on the edge of your like seat, like waiting for your package and like you try it on and like you ordered it two sizes too big. Like Yeah. Because you're you know that oh, because honest to God, measure there's no one size like measurement scale that you can just be like, oh yeah, that's my measurement. Because all these fucking clothing brands have different sizes, like a small diff sits fuck me in the asshole. They have like a fucking size zero and then like three XL. Basically what I'm trying to say is online shopping sucks. If it works out for you, great. I've ordered some things online and they fit and they've I've had them for years, but for the most part lately I'm fucking sick of it. And then when you literally, I ordered something, I didn't spend a lot of money on it. It was like 24 bucks, but literally like I tried to return it and I fucking can't. So like I'm out 24 bucks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it sucks. I'm just fucking over it. Yeah. We're so over it. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, this is unscripted as fuck. If you don't like it, click the fuck off. We're here to talk about random fucking shit. And what other like that, style things are we seeing? I do not like when I see a fucking 45 to 50 year old man wearing fucking Hollister. <laughs> Wait, that's a thing. Can we actually fucking talk about it? I, I see that. I see it and I like actually burn my eyes out with no device. I mean, there's really not much to say about it. I feel like... It is what it is, and you look at it, and it's just like, wow, that's fucking sad. And then, like, you go about your fucking day, and it's like, whatever. But it's also just something I felt like was relevant to talk about because we're talking about thrifting and things like that. And, like, are these older men thrifting these Hollister things from, like, thrift stores and being like, wow, that's an expensive brand? Wow, Hollister. Or is it like, oh, wow, like, I'm going to look hot in this brand? Or are they actually going to the Hollister store? Like, they are not, I'm not seeing a dad, like, walking into a Hollister store and buying something. Like, that's for teenagers. Here's the thing. I think they might be stuck mentally in that time period where when you walked into Hollister and Abercrombie and came out with a shirt with a logo on it that made you cool that gave you some type of fuck these cars that are making so much fucking they're literally literally farting their asses off past our like revving up their engines past our house it's so fucking annoying i bet that was a honda civic like actually the audacity (laughs) anyways they're stuck in that era they're stuck in that time period where you think that wearing an abercrombie or hollister logo on your shirt makes yeah. you cool yeah it, it's disgusting it's, I, we're I wouldn't go it. as far as to say it's disgusting okay, maybe that's just my go-to word for things that i like mediocrity seem you can still say that i got it like i know what you're trying to say even what if it? it's not technically a word like you're not mediocrity sure same I don't know. I feel like it's not the vibe. We need to stop, daddies. You need to put down the Hollister shirt. There, you don't need a bird on your shirt to be cool. It just looks like you're trying to live through that insignia, and it's not working. So put that shit down. Throw it into the trash. Maybe give it to one of your, like, 
I don't know, kids who's younger, but like kids they aren't even, even kids are not wearing Hollister. Have you seen the new Hollisters today? The stores are literally like TJ Maxx. The racks are full. It looks like fucking TJ Maxx. Yeah. The logos like changed and everything. And they're not giving like they used to. It's not giving. Back then, back then, stores were scamming and fooling the fuck out of us thinking that if you bought these clothes, you would look cool. They had us fucking stumbling around Hollister in the fucking dark. And like we were getting fucking lit and having a rager like trying on fucking (laughs) jeans. In fucking 2009. Those fitting rooms were so fucking dark. There would be like one little can light that would like be oh half my God. on. But you're trying on clothes in the dark. Literally. You don't know what you're buying and like what you have on it until you go so home. It was so stressful like finding a pair of jeans and like looking for the number while you just hear fucking Katy Perry like blasting in your no, left the, ear. It's so disorienting. And I think that's the purpose. They literally like, the, first of all, when you walk in, you're instantaneously... I'm going to stick You are instantly, when you first walk in, you are instantly sprayed to the face with fucking cologne. Then you walk through the clothes and you have to maneuver your way through the dark, through the fucking like little aisles. It's like a fucking forest. Music is blasting. You're like disoriented. You're like, wait, like where am I in the men's section? Am I in the women's section? Like, is this like for all separate genders separate the fucking genders if you're like a boy and you're in the girl section you're like, like you could never get caught there's like half naked people running around like <laughs> helping you find a size i remember in school kids would literally like like if you wore it if you had that insignia if you had that symbol it kind of gave you this status symbol kind of like that yeah like i remember i had a pair of sweatpants that had in huge fucking letters like reached the entire like length of my leg it just said Abercrombie and Fitch and I wore them to school and so there was this kid and he would always tell me how much he loved when I wore my Fitch pants and he called them Fitch pants and it was just this thing where we had and the only time like he ever spoke to me was when he was like like was when, when I were was wearing, wearing my Fitch pants, pants. and yeah. he was like Stockton those Fitch pants I like them <laughs> and I was like thank you like this is our relationship yeah and just having just the words you could even like fool people into thinking you had it by just putting a fucking moose on your tit yeah but and that would give you the status yeah but it was just a fucking mood you would get compliments on just wearing the clothes yeah and i think like like we were saying i think some older men who are in their 40s 50s um they're a little bit confused um it's not it anymore abercrombie and fitch doesn't hold the same weight it did five ten years ago but these older dads like these they don't have social media, I'm assuming, and they don't know how much the times have changed. And I feel yeah. like someone needs to tell them. And we're here to tell you, dads, if you're listening, which I'm not even sure if that's our audience, but you never know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just put the Hollister Abercrombie in a lot of the stuff that they are wearing is straight out of like the 2010s and like even like before that. Yeah. It's like Hollister, but like old Hollister, which like is even worse because it's like straight from that time period. It's almost like you're trying to do the Roaring Twenties thing. Yeah. Which like 2010s, like that's like what, over 10 years ago now? Like that's, you can't be doing that. It's not like, you can't just like live in that century. Yeah. We got to live in today's century. And I feel like anybody who has a Hollister shirt with like the logos, like so, because you can have like a smaller logo and like that's, that's okay. But like when it's like, the name of the store across your chest, down your thigh. Like, that's when it's like, nobody's handing somebody those, like, pants. I feel like you kind of, in some way, go out of your way to specifically, like, 
be a brand snob in a way. That's not good style to me. That's just like relying on this brand of a bunch of random people behind like, I don't know, the scenes like whipping up some shit and like crocheting it and like throwing it into the store. Like you don't know who the fuck is making that clothes, but you're trusting it just because there was a fucking bird on it. Like actually get yourself in check. Yeah. Learn and a fucking style. Go onto YouTube. There's plenty of people who can teach you how to fucking dress. And if you happen to have a pair of those pants, there is nothing wrong with throwing them on to do a workout or clean around the house or anything. Keep them. You can have some Hollister and Abercrombie stuff today. You, you could. But, it's just, it gets a little like messy. But when you, oh, do you want to go? No. But when you are picking those specific pants or picking that specific shirt to go to a social outing where you know people are going to be looking at you and you still decide to basically be a brand ambassador for Hollister or Abercrombie and Fitch when they never asked you to, they just kind of scanned you into being yeah. a brand ambassador it's for like them. you're not getting sponsored it's one thing if hollister is sponsoring you and you're like online and you're in media and whatever but it's like you literally paid to brand for them yeah so you're paying for the initial you know clothing and then you're also in a way branding it to everyone and it's like you know that again goes to other brands and having huge logos it's just not it for me it's not the vibe if you yeah. want to be a little bit more chill obviously we have the lowercase girl and like the more effortless and chill kind of like toned down girl. That is what is in nowadays because we're trying to be less, you know, flashy and less in your face. We're trying to be more personal. I think nowadays people are just ditching the logos, ditching everything because they're like, no, I'm not doing free advertisement. But you don't want to look like so much of a pick me where you're like, completely going out of your way to not wear logos to like the thrifting side of it there is like you know this good balance of you know you can have a a brand like you need to kind of be more in between if you want to be you know someone who isn't like dressing like an old boomer racist homophobe who died or some old dad who is a brand snob but doesn't know it yeah and i think they they try to do that to gain the validation from maybe the younger crowd of look what I'm wearing. Ew. Sorry, that was bad. Um, Like I was saying, you can wear logos. You don't want to be like, oh, I don't wear logos. Like you can't even have a logo on a hat you're wearing. You That's okay. To, you do not need to me. <laughs> you do not <laughs> need to make this conscious, you know, decision and write it in your notes app and be like, I no longer wear logos. You don't need to put it on your Snapchat story. I just bought a t-shirt that had a little bird logo on it so it's like wow am i a hypocrite no because it's on moderation and the shirt was a really nice color and it's i don't know it's whatever yeah. it's to me it's like it's also I buy about the like shirt buying... for the shirt not for the brand yeah and it's also about getting clothes that like fit your body well and stuff like that and not relying on the brand to do that for you though <laughs> which i've noticed is yeah. like a thing i don't know I think that goes back to the dads, the Hollister dads. Like, they think that, you know, it's going to fix their dad bod. Like, wearing the Hollister sweatshirt, head to toe. It's like the whole sweatsuit is Hollister, but you have a dad bod. It's it's just not the vibe. Basically, it goes back to the saying, Bruh. You make the clothes cool. Don't even finish it. Not the other way around. Yes. Mom of the year right there. (laughs) 
Okay. It's true though. Like you can really fucking wear anything oh and my like God. look a fucking cool. Trash bag. You can Girl. wear a fucking like Abercrombie and Fitch shirt straight out of the 2003. Oh yeah, it's literally short, fucking in two thousands is coming back. Obviously, no, it is not. Please, I don't want the two thousands okay, to come back. It's we not need to create our own up. era, our just, own style. It, it, I'm a with you, but you know you can take hints and inspirations and little you know taking this and that yeah. from the nineties and the two thousands and be like, oh, this was popular then. Oh, I think it's cool now, and you know, obviously not like oh, I'm dedicated to wearing what was worn you know twenty years ago. Yeah, Let's you, fucking go. It's kind of, it's kind of like, I, I, and not that I care. It's just like in the back of my mind, I'm like, you have no creativity or sense of style if your entire wardrobe is of just one era, like the 90s or the 2000s It's like or you're something. trying to fulfill like, it's like this time period that actually literally already happened. So when you look back at like this year, 2022, and you're wearing and stuff you're like from the 90s and the old. 80s, yeah, and you're, you're going to be like, oh shit, like. I guess, like, I never really created I guess I took inspiration from, like, 20 generations back or, like, 20 years back. And, like, now I actually didn't have a style that, like, was of that time period. And it's, like, weird because it's, like, wow, that happened actually 60 years ago. But this picture was taken 20 years ago. (laughs) Like, time period versus, you know, today. Yeah. Let's kind of match the shit up a little. We want to wear 2022 kind of wear which what is 2022 which i don't even fucking wear. know and that's why it's confusing and that's why i get why people are walking around the fucking street looking like a 90s bitch yeah that people, didn't even make sense but yeah i know what you yeah i know what you were trying to say i don't but... know you walk around and you see so many different you see a boomer you like an actual fucking boomer wearing boomer vibes and then you see like a girl wearing the entire boomer's outfit but with a pride flag and then you see someone in the 90s someone in the 2000s someone with low rise someone with high rise and then it's like the Hollister dad walks in. It's like too much to handle. Yeah. We need to get a grip on what the fuck our generation is doing with this fucking clothing. And part of me is like, there's just so much fucking clothing. And that goes back to like mass producing, like with Sheen and everything, there's so much fucking clothing everywhere. It's hard to, you know, pick a fucking like almost decade or whatever. I will say, I do think that our generation, if there is any type of, style that or something to go off of for our generation i will say that our generation dresses casual for pretty much everything trying to look like you didn't put in too much effort yeah i think the 2010s and prior to that it was very much kind of you wear every fucking thing you wear like i don't know a skirt and then a pair of jeans underneath it and you wear like five thousand necklaces and everything now you know, it's more minimal and obviously that goes in with the decor and like the home style. So it's kind of matches. I don't know. Everything. I think people are starting to realize that less is more. So basically that's our style advice. Um, it was probably garbage, but <laughs> you get what you get and you don't get upset. Okay, next. Going back to the thrift store that we were at the other day, Pax and I are sifting through some really kind of not the vibe type clothing. It's just not good. We're like picking up some random Gildan t-shirts and putting them back. There's not much to choose from because all the bitches rated it on like Wednesday when the new shipment came in. And all of a sudden I noticed this like group of three, this little trio click of like teen girls or college students. They look like they were probably either like 
seniors in high school or freshmen in college. Oh, yeah. That's right. Um, But yeah, I notice, you know, kind of their presence. And I just kind of look up real quick because, I don't know, there's nothing really to look at. The t-shirts are fucking ugly. So I'm just like, I nod my head up and I'm like, but what the fuck is on their face? Yeah. All three of them have something very similar going on around their forehead area. And, and it caught my eye. Yeah. And it kind of threw me back because I was like, wait, I remember when kids would show up to school with that very specific symbol on their forehead. And it was yeah. never something that we did growing up. But I noticed a lot of other kids that we went to school with all a lot of people, because I guess we live in a predominantly that type of religion area. Everybody had the Ash Wednesday cross on their forehead. And yes. so did these three girls in this thrift store that we were in yeah so it kind of got me thinking and I was like okay so I guess today is Ash Wednesday whatever but why yeah. do they still have that shit smeared on their yeah head? when they're shopping and stuff like that and I was like mm, are they trying to send me a message like it's what like, could be the message that they are trying to send people by putting something right on their forehead with black ash and I did do a little bit of Google research five we minutes before we recorded. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I did, I was just, I literally typed in what is Ash Wednesday? Because growing up, kids would never to actually tell me. They'd just be like, oh, I just got it at church today. And it's like Lent. And like, what are you giving up for Lent? But and it's like, Wednesday. Stuff like that. They went to church on Wednesday, girl. That one Wednesday out of the year. Anyways. Yeah, you don't even go to church on Sunday, girl. <laughs> so basically, I looked up what is Ash Wednesday? Because I've never, nobody's ever told me like, this is what Ash Wednesday is. And basically, if I can remember it correctly, Ash Wednesday is when you basically you're reminiscing on Jesus Christ dying for you on the cross and you are repenting for your sins. And then you are also giving up something, I guess, for a whole month or something um, for Lent. And some people I know kids growing up, they'd be like, oh, I'm giving up chocolate or I'm giving up candy or some type of candy it usually wasn't really anything serious um they would just say that and i don't know growing up like we obviously were not catholic so we didn't do that growing up we were christian we were different than catholics because we believed in certain things that they didn't whatever but i know growing up i was like hmm like that's kind of weird because like none of the kids like ever really i didn't even really think they understood exactly what it meant and even really cared because they were like oh i'm giving up this that and then i'd just be sitting there with like nothing smeared on my forehead low-key wishing there was like a cross smeared on my forehead yeah i was like okay so all of a sudden like i can't have this thing pretty much everyone was catholic i want to say yeah and like we were christian but like we didn't have no ashes on our foreheads so like what's going on here like can I have some ash? We felt a little left out, we I were, would like, say. We were like a little bit like, honey, honey, come here. Where'd you get that ash? Like be put like, some on And me. then I would low-key be like, oh, I kind of want to be Catholic now. And then I would go I home know. and be like, why I aren't we like, Catholic? Why aren't we like, Catholic? My parents would be like telling me exactly why and I forget why not because the because differences we were, are so we fucking minute. We were just genuinely more valid than, you know, Catholics. At the end of the day, we were like We were superior. superior. Literally. But anyways, I guess what I've been trying to say is stop it. Stop it right now with the fucking Ash Wednesday bullshit. 
Do it at church. If you still go to church, do it at church. Do it at church. Leave it at church. Leave it at church, honey. Go in. Have the preacher do that thing. Have a fucking ball at church with it, honey. No, yeah. Go up. Get fingered by the preacher on your forehead. Wipe that shit off as soon as you exit the doors. There is absolutely no reason to keep it on for the rest of the day. There is no reason that you need to be going out running errands with a target on your forehead. (laughs) And it is. And we have discovered and we have come to the conclusion that Ash Wednesday and leaving the smudge on your forehead after Mm. your church service and running around errands with it. And and going around huge groups of kids, large groups of people, going out in public. We have decided that that is pick me behavior. Where's the pick me alarm? Here's the thing. Okay. <clears throat> Why are you still wearing that after church? We got to talk about it. Is it because you really feel like, oh, I am like really spiritually aligned with this and I am going to keep this cross on my forehead all day and show everybody that I am a strong follower of Jesus and Mary and Joseph and all of that? Yeah. Or is it, look at me, I have something on my face, Yes, it's kind of giving mysterious vibes, it's giving, ooh, what's that on her forehead? It's giving religion. Is she religious? Oh, wait. Are they religious? She's different. Something's different about her. They're different. That little click over there with the crosses on their foreheads looking real cute in Salvation Army, something is up. Something is up with these bitches in Salvation Army where they got these crosses on their forehead and there is something different and unique about them. There is something so just godly about them. Holy, I would even say. Because they have a literal cross on their forehead. Yeah. Right smack dab in the middle of their face. And I get in the car and we end up leaving the thing and they're walking out kind of like a little after us and i noticed that they were kind of like looking our way looking at our in our direction they were like i was not us look, out checking us out i was not looking at them they were i looked us- at them in the store and uh-huh. then i turned my head around to glance and i like see one of them like look at me but then quickly look away like trying to like act like they weren't staring at me but like not caring that you just caught them yeah it's giving cult honey and don't fucking tell me that Oh, you you guys are being so disrespectful of the Catholic faith. This symbol on their forehead symbolizes their devotion to their faith and their devotion to God. Bitches, you guys are giving up candy for Lent. Don't give this like bullshit of like I'm so spiritually deep. Give up things for your Lord and Savior. Do everything that you want for you know the religion that you practice. But it's also just such an obvious hypocrisy with all these kids. And I guess I understood, you know, when you're in younger grades and your family, you know, is Catholic, you go to church with them and everyone gets the cross on their forehead, whatever. But, you know, these these girls are like pretty much in college. Yeah. They have minds of their own. They're getting dicked down every night. Yeah. They're like actually like sitting 17 and a half times a day, but making sure to make it public and it's giving very much like you know look at me and validate my religious celibacy almost and it's like giving very much like look at me i'm a fucking virgin when you're actually fucking not yeah no one with that cross on their face they're not you know delivering any message they're not being like hey like let me talk to you about my faith like hey like you know can i tell you about christ or something i don't know it's never any of that it's literally just solely just having a fucking cross on your forehead it takes an ambassador for the church somebody who's like kind of church crazy and is going to church 
Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, to actually go up to somebody at a supermarket or a thrift store or somebody and say, can I tell you about my faith and share something No with one you? does that. No, a few people do. There are some crazies out there. There are some like street. And I also think it is kind crazy. of insulting to eye somebody up and decide, oh, they need Jesus. Literally and just go looking up to at them. people and being like, yeah, I could tell like Jesus told me to come over and talk to you. And like, you know, I just felt called because you're a fucking slut. <laughs> Like, look at you with your fucking short ass dress and everything. Like, Jesus, you know, he loves you. But basically, most of the people that are fronting and fronting. It's fronting. It's solely just how you look. And it's another very superficial thing that religious people do. Yeah. And it's because of the traditional aspect of it. It's, oh, I was raised Catholic and we always did this. And I don't understand why teenage and older adults would do it unless they kind of like I don't know like wanted adults? somebody to be like oh what's that like what's that or like what's that about if you're you an like adult and you have a fucking ash on your forehead and you're like just going to the office for another day in your life and it's like <laughs> actually what the fuck kind of embarrassing to me it's giving me my life isn't interesting enough to just walk into the office without wearing an ash on my forehead. I need to wear this ash to show everybody that there is something unique and different about me, but you're not really unique or different because millions of other Catholics are doing the same thing. It's very much telling everyone that you're about to step into heaven when Jesus comes back. And that's the thing. Like if that's your goal and you really believe it and you're like diehard for Jesus and you're trying to show everybody that you are so committed to your faith, fucking go off queen. Do it. Go do it. But to but me, don't it's giving go. very much pick me and you're better than everyone but else. But if you're, when you're a fucking Z. ass dies and you're in the fucking grave, you're going to have it. And these bitches who don't have the fucking cross up their fucking badussy, they're not going to heaven like you are. But if you are fucking Gen Z and you are getting railed by Joshua every fucking Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Sunday, or actually I shouldn't say Sunday. If you're not getting Sunday though, <laughs> we get a little guilt and we have a little shame that's built up over the years. So we're not going to touch Sunday, but every other fucking day that's, that's game. Let me re-say that. So if you are a Gen Z and you grew up Catholic and whatever, and you're running run the, the Catholic, middle Christian Catholic, actually not Christian. Cause we differentiate. We're not the same. We're not the fucking same bitch. But basically if you are the run of the mill Gen Z, you're run of the mill, grow up in a run of the mill Catholic family. I'm not going to say run of the mill one more time. Basically, run of the mill. if you are, a, <laughs> if you're a run of the mill, basic ass gen z that grew up in a basic ass catholic family going to church every basic ass sunday and then your parents let you not go because you really weren't that because you had a soccer game in fucking trucksville because they're a little they alleviate a little bit and they let you not go to church anymore and you kind of get dicked down every sunday and you do you know the sports and you go to school and that's more your priority like you're the fucking run-of-the-mill catholic (laughs) don't think that this fucking symbol on your face is making people look at you like you are some different type of bitch like literally honey (laughs) i just like the the, that was the deepest bitch i've ever heard (laughs) the air left my throat i was like fighting we are actually at a loss of word for the ash wednesday i'm a loss of word i don't have words for 
just what is your point? What and is neither your angle? do the Ash These Wednesday girls. bitches. They These... don't have words for why the fuck that's on their forehead. They're not going to tell you, hey, like this is what I this is who I am. You know, except they're not going to these Gen Zers are not going over like evangelizing to people. And the only ones that do are heavily brainwashed. But that's another story. These just basic ass Gen Zers who are literally like in their Air Force Ones and bleach highlights are not going over to people and being like, let me tell you about my faith. No, they're getting railed by Brad after the big game on Friday night and then having a beer with the boys. Literally, and so getting don't a nacho like... shove up their ass from the concession stand. <laughs> so don't act like you're all holy virgin on like Ash Wednesday, one day out of the year, and then you give up like, mm. I don't know, chocolate for Lent. When it's your boyfriend of... that night is literally scraping it off your forehead against the bed frame. <laughs> like, honey, let's talk about it. We need to like actually stop because Instagram baddie, like every other day of the year, like tits are out baddie, like, <laughs> you know... Every other bitch, blondie bitch, bleach bitch, bimbo bitch, the American bimbo. Bud Light bitch. <laughs> Lowercase girl. Like People are going to be like, you guys are so disrespectful to you our You are faith. so disrespectful. Shut the fuck up. What Actually, is your faith? What is? What are you so proud of that you're wearing this cross? They could not your... tell you what their faith is. No, their faith is like homophobia, bigotry, shaming women for literally doing anything. Sunday football. That's their fucking tradition. Don't tell me you have this deep spirit. Spirituality is not the same as religion. They're two separate fucking things. Religion yeah. is all about control. It's about you telling you. You represent religion when you go to church and get the ash from church. Yeah. That is representing a religion. And religion so is about. So don't just tell me that it's this relationship with God and like you talk oh, yeah. to God and like Sky daddy shit. When you're also shaming people and thinking about people in such a negative way because of these set dead ass rules that are in this book and you're th- also, from your religion. And you're also a bystander to modern day issues. Like, you know, need I even say them? Yeah. You don't speak on anything. You don't have an opinion. You stay quiet and you bystand to all these people getting ridiculed and hate for just being who they are. And so many other things, obviously, you know, women and shit. I feel like when you're wearing that shit on your forehead, you can't actually have a stand towards modern day fucking issues. And then you have that pick me fucking Catholic. Who's like, Oh, I'm a Catholic, but like I stand for everything. Oh, don't even get me started with that. Honey, bitch. Honey, honey. That is a different Take type three of bitch. Steps. Takes three steps back, honey. That is a different type of one bitch step right for the hypocrisy. <laughs> Two it steps the for most... the actual fucking just bystanding and three steps for the just Trying to have it all. Like, actually, yeah, what yeah. the fuck? Trying to keep your little comfortable religious God tradition. complex. Yeah, you want your cute little tradition that you had growing up with mommy and daddy and shit. And then actually, and you want to you... actually have every, like, social justice warrior moment that yeah. you can have. Exactly. But, bitch, like, let's talk. Let's talk because you're not, it, it's not giving what you think it's Rub giving. Rub the ash fucking off your forehead, honey. It's, it's, I am literally, it's gone. I'm literally, if I see, if I'm just out and I see another casual bitch just wearing that shit on their forehead, I am going to the nearest fucking fire station and hosing that bitch down. We are literally holding the bitch down, rubbing that shit off her forehead, honey, it's gotta go. <laughs> I don't know why, why we gotta do this Ash <laughs> Wednesday. It's 2022. Blown. Something about it seems very fucking this 2010. Sounds- Honey, we're in modern day shit. We're not going to sexually assault the person. I feel like the things that we said, like I just said blown. We were saying we we're going to hold them down. No, we're, we're not. Just, no, this is not. Discretion, we're dramatic. <laughs> we're being, fuck, we're being really fucking dramatic. It's just, I we're don't know, a bit of that... a ramble, but obviously, you know, we mean, you know, if even one person, you know, we knew or like a friend did it, obviously nothing 
no ill intent to them, obviously. Yeah, we're just but giving our thoughts about it. It's more so about the religious, you know, hypocrisy beneath the cross and I, yeah and i everything think it stands for i think just me and you just knowing everything we know and growing up being in hyper aware of so much hyper aware and it's there not, are some things it's where you not do about picking pick. sides but there are some things where you can't really have one but and when the you're other. saying like hell like hellfire like on your forehead symbolizing that you're not going there pretty much with the cross and the cross you know symbolizes a human sacrifice and it's just a lot of fucking hell death sacrifice yeah. But it's also, but you know, then, I have a little pride flag pin, like, popping up out on my tit right now. Yeah, it's more of, and that's the thing I think that we're trying to get at is it's a lot of people who they think that they can kind of have it all. They can, they can, like you said, have every social justice warrior moment and still identify with their church and be like, no, I'm not like these people that I go to church with. It's very pick me and it's, it's very, very disgusting. It's very pick and choosy. It's very... Out of every moment that you seem to have and like, you kind of just pick and choose like, hey, that person said that. Well, I don't have to agree with them. No, but it's it's such a superiority complex in the fact that these people who are like pretty much making up their own religion based on a religion that they day were by day. born into. It goes day by day with these people. And every they're second, in church. They're in church looking around at all the old farts around them that are homophobic, <laughs> racist, all these fucking shits, shame women. And they're like, well, like. I'm still here, but like I, I'm different than them because no, you're still there, <laughs> you're and you're still standing there. with these people. You were literally during worship session. You support it because you are standing there and you are you are worshiping with them. these old farts in the church service. You're standing up with them and you're reading from the hymnal or singing from it, and you're standing next to them and worshiping together. So don't tell me that you're you know somehow different and you differentiate when you literally do the same religion as they do. Maybe have a few different thoughts, but at the end of the day, you're you're gonna represent the religion. You with... represent nothing. You you actually, don't you, you don't, don't make any waves. You throw up an Instagram post or change your profile picture to support something every once in a while, but you really Popping are just up trends. Like... You're just supporting the same hypocritical yeah. things that probably everybody in your family is doing, and it's like you kind of I knew I think allies sometimes underestimate how much power. They do have when a lot of them just oh fucking God. say nothing. You need to be an ally because a lot of people, you know, who can make the decisions, who are in the power, are straight, white, cis, whatever. And, like, those people need to be allies because they wouldn't be able to make the fucking decisions and change shit. Yeah. You don't have the diversity, you know, in Congress. Or at least I think, you know, we're getting closer. But you, if you're an ally, like, that's everything. It yeah. literally is. You can do a lot and everyone, you know, in Congress with so much privilege and the majority of people who make the decisions for, you know, human rights and, you know, other things like if they were allies to people who, you know, minorities and like people groups who needed, you know, to be represented, like we wouldn't have religion like actually ruling the fucking world and we wouldn't have the Pope over here getting like getting so much fucking news for like doing nothing. Yeah. Like, I was so happy when I saw him slap that girl in the fucking face or something on, like, TikTok. I was like, he deserves that kind of publicity. Slapped her hand or something because he got mad or something. I'm sure he wanted to slap her in the face, but... (laughs) Yeah, um, basically, I don't know. I just don't like putting... I don't like putting people, like... And that's what Christians do, too. They put people... They say it's about God, but really, like, at the end of the day, like... And this is, like... It's the same with Catholics. They put the Pope. They put, like... 
whoever their pastor is on a pedestal because they are physically like even above them when they go to church and they're like listening to this one person that has all the knowledge from God. I don't think we should be putting humans on this pedestal really ever and getting like all of your life advice from this one person that's physically taking money from you every single Sunday. Do you see how that gets messy? They're getting paid to ramble, and essentially. Christi- yeah. And Christians I mean, will be awful, like, no, but... it's not. The- Christians who are delusional will be like, no, it's not him. It's God speaking through speaking him. Speaking through him? Bullshit. That's not how it works. <laughs> that is not how. It, it's not. It's not. You cannot say, and you can't just have, you can't say that you have all the innate answers to life and everything is God and he's the answer to everything and kind of just somehow say that you know more than everyone else because God speaks through you. He speaks through your pastor and like, you know, God, 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 and like kind of just umbrella in your whole like kind of side to things, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Ash Wednesday, it's just kind of like another New Year's, you know, you pick a New Year's resolution just because everyone's doing it. It's kind of a trend. You pick something you want to like change about your life. You don't new follow year, through new with you. it. Yes. New Year, old you. I feel like a lot of traditions and rituals in the Catholic church, they're more so for like the older generations and like the grandparents want the kids to get confirmed so they can go to heaven. And once they reach a certain age, then it's like, you know what? They don't have to go anymore and stuff like that. We don't care as much. We're not going to enforce it. It's for that just in case moment. Just in case. That's a very good way of putting religion, honestly. Just in case that hell is just real, in case, like, you're good. It's literally just in case. Because no one, no Christian, no Catholic, no literal any religious person can prove their religion. It's yeah. literally just in case. Deconstructing both of us, we grew up Christian. And, you know, years after, you know, my deconstruction, I still had those almost just in case moments. Because, you know, it's hard to fully come out of Christianity and just completely almost become a new person with your belief systems all of a sudden after it's been ingrained in you for so long. Yeah. And that just in case, like, what if it is, you know, maybe I should send up a prayer, like push a pee <laughs> or do something to ensure yeah. that, you know, maybe, maybe hell's real. So like, I don't know. Yeah. And it's solely based on like, if hell is real at the end of the day, it's really just that there's that heaven. Like... like you don't really, it's not like heaven. You don't really think about as much. Yeah. Because, like, what's the point of religion if there's nothing to, like, get you to go? If there's nothing kind of... If there's no driving force, there's no... uh, There's no thing held over your head that's making you go to church. There's nothing motivating you. Like, hell is literally a motivator. You need, like, the image of you burning in an oven for you to, like, stay in this thing. Literally. uh, For the long haul. But I just want to know, It's kind of an abusive relationship. (laughs) To yeah, be honest, you know, it, being religious. It seems like it would be, but if you, you know, don't. a lot of people think we're wrong, and you know what? We probably are. Yeah, we're probably wrong. We're but... probably wrong. We're probably going to hell. <laughs> we let dead ass we could end up in hell. <laughs> like the just in case is still there for me. Like literally I want to say two percent just in case, ninety-eight percent, I don't give a fuck. We're literally like, but at the this just point, in though, like case, hell, I'm so much more fascinated by the idea of hell and the imagery of hell it's kind than of heaven. Vibe. When I think of heaven, I think of like, you know, they say the 
streets are paved with gold. Which, like, why Which, like, would cool, I care? But, like, yeah, I, we've it's never like, been... I'm just going to end up stepping on some gum that was on the street of gold. Like, I'm just going to end up, like, driving past 50 houses that have, like, Trump 2024 on them. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I feel like hell is where... All the baddies it's are going to be. where it's fucking at. All Megan the girlies. Megan Stallion, Nicki Minaj. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not saying that they're going to hell, but them, you know. they're going to hell. <laughs> so it's like all the pop singers. If you're shaking your ass singers, on like media, social media, you're going to hell. Like I want to go wherever Miley Cyrus is going. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm not that much of a fan of Miley Cyrus that I would follow her to hell, but I would follow. I don't know why she just popped up in my mind, but I didn't hate that. I would follow, um, who would I follow? I really, I genuinely don't idolize, like, celebrities like I that. I wouldn't follow but I would anyone follow, to hell. I would follow Khloe Kardashian to hell, Oh, my God. Sure. We would fuck it up in hell. The I know we would. freaking Kardashian. So, like, <laughs> out of nowhere, they're just, like, they'll just, like, make it known that they're a Christian, like, every, like, fourth blood Oh, moon. like, no, like, they'll, like, at the like, end out of, of a season. out of fucking nowhere. At the end of a season, they'll be, like, all around the dinner table, and they'll be, like, let's pray. Like, and, like, you're, like, what? They never pray. They never <laughs> talk about God, religion, anything. And then it's all of a sudden, oh, well, like, I love Jesus. Like, Jesus, like, he's everything. And I'm, like, Bruh. when did that happen? I don't know. And but- that's just for the just in case. You know, yeah. it's like if you say you love Jesus every once in a while, you know, you might just get into heaven. Yeah, exactly. And you, you like knowing that when you like when you die, like you'll have somewhere nice to sleep at night. Yeah. So. But also another thing I wanted to bring up just quickly about the Lent, like because I actually the other day I looked up, I was like, um, what are things people give up for Lent? I want to see how serious this is and like what the shit is. Yeah, like I... why it's like on my calendars app Ash Wednesday. It's like a national yeah. thing. I Google it and the number one thing that comes up is chocolate. Are chocolate, you serious? Chocolate. Sweets. Giving up social media for a little bit. Oh my God. Helping out around the house more. Being nicer to your brothers and sisters. Like, Shit like that. Like, not, like, smoking, like, drinking, like, anything that has really any, like, tangible... It's not fasting. It may be biblically or whatever. Maybe originally it was planned to be, like, fasting. But that's not, like, fasting. That's just, like, a little fad diet. That's just, like, a little... (laughs) I'm just not gonna do That's just, like... I'm just, like, just something to kick up my extremely boring life. I'm gonna, like, practice abstaining from chocolate... I probably went three months without eating chocolate unknowingly. Yeah. Because I just don't eat candy. I feel like, I don't know. Lent. What does it even mean? I also don't like that Lent. Lent. It's such a not good word. And people would come up to me and say, like, what are you giving up for Lent? And I was I like, I never I even don't knew know. what they were saying. I was like, what is Lent? Like, what's what? Lent? Why is that? I'm not a part of that Real? <laughs> Who made that up? I don't know. But yeah, I just don't see it as anything serious. I don't even think the people that practice it see it as anything serious. And that's fine. Like, but I just think it's just a stupid thing. It's just like, what's the point then? If your religion is so kind of lukewarm and just whatever goes kind of like, oh, maybe I'll like, I'll say I'll give up chocolates, but you're not giving up chocolate. You're just saying that. You're like bouncing on the dick eating like a chocolate covered strawberry. I know some Catholics. And they're swinging from the chandelier every Friday night. (laughs) 
maybe they'll crawl up to a Sunday service in the middle of like <laughs> Easter Sunday. But yeah. for the most part, they're like actually like getting the actual most dick of their life <laughs> at any point in time. It's no, so yeah. it, the hypocrisy is so outlandish that just to put it even into words, like the Catholics that we've come to know and love, we love. Yeah. We love Catholics. Oh, we love. We don't agree with everything. We don't they agree stand with the outright for. hypocrisy. <laughs> and I think even Catholics, you guys know how just you're not Catholic. You're not. Don't even yeah. use the word. It's yeah. it's just not who you are. And that's amazing. And we love you for that because you're not a real true Catholic. True Catholics. I don't even know if I've met one. I don't <laughs> want to meet a true Catholic. <laughs> what are you gonna talk to them about? God? Lent? So I guess what we're trying to say at the end of the day, if you're a pick me girl wearing an Ash Wednesday thing, but then also when June comes around, you're like screaming your head off at a pride parade, go fuck yourself. Essentially. Essentially, guys. That's all we're going to say. See ya. Bye, guys. (laughs) 